Good day, poker peeps! My name is Sky Matsuhashi, and I appreciate you spending some of your study time with me and Smart Poker Study. So I'm looking forward to sharing this podcast episode with you because I get to share with you some ways that you can analyze a situation and get out of a bad spot when you accidentally misclicked. And we've all been there, done that plenty of times. You're going to love this episode. Uh, To help you get the most out of this episode, you could actually watch a video presentation of the podcast that you're about to hear. Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash YouTube 417. The exact same um, audio that you're about to hear, just in video form. You can actually see me going through the hand, giving my tips, the things to look out for when you make a misclick to kind of like make the best out of that bad situation. And of course, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 417. Okay. Without further ado, let's uh, do this gambate. Remember that time we got kicked out of biology for playing with matchbox cars? Yeah. Who's retarded now? Yeah. So we have a hand right here. I've got 7-5 suited in the big blind, and I actually misclick. And we're going to play the hand up through my misclick right now. So six max table, five NL cash game. You can see relatively unknown opponents. Plus, this is my very first hand. Started with 100 big blinds. My HUD hasn't even popped up. Villain 3, Villain 1, their HUDs aren't even popped up. Only have two hands on these two players. Very first hand. Under the gun, MP folds. Cut off. Open raises to 2.8. Villain 2, 101 big blind stack. Three bets, but just to eight big blinds. Villain 3 folds. And then what happens? I click call. What actually ended up happening was this table was active right here, right? It's my very first hand, so I wasn't paying attention to it. Another table popped up for me to sit at. I didn't want to sit at it. The fold, call, and raise buttons are right here. The other table was above it. I hovered over the cancel button because I didn't want to sit at the table. Right before I clicked cancel, my option came up to act right here. I clicked with my mouse, and it accidentally clicked call. This is generally a call that I wouldn't be making, especially not against unknown players right here. 7-5 suited, fine enough hand to play to see the flop, but not really for eight big blinds out of position against two unknown players, right? So this player ended up calling. So we're going to stop the action right here and let's talk about the situation that we're in. Accidentally calling is not the end of the world. We've done this before. Sometimes we've accidentally shoved in our entire stack and ended up winning with like a 7-5 suited or an ace-jack offsuit, whatever the situation might be, right? But here's the thing. You, the play that you made, the misclick call that you made, and for me in this particular instance, it put me in a very specific situation. I'm out of position in a three-bet pot versus two unknown players, and I've got the 7-5 suited right here. Instead of just giving up on this hand, right, and just thinking, oh, crap, I call the waste of eight big blinds. If I don't hit two pair better, I'm just going to fold. No, no, no. What you want to do, you put yourself in this spot. Ask yourself now, how can I win this hand? You're already here. You might as well learn from it and try your best to win that pot because, hey, 24 big blinds in the pot already. Definitely worth fighting for. Plus, we've got all big stacks right here. It's not like somebody just has 30 big blinds and they're already committed. There is some wiggle room to push these people off their hands. Now, if we think about 7-5 suited exactly, if we utilize Flopzilla Pro here, if we put 7-5 suited in, Flopzilla Pro tells you how often you hit various hand strengths right here. We hit two pair or better only 5% of the time. So let's deselect all the draws in the weaker hands, 
Two pair or better, those are the ones selected, only 5% as you can see. Top pair or better, and not that we're really happy with top pair, I mean on a 7-4 deuce board, sure, we do have some kind of backdoor drawing opportunities, right, with the 4 and the deuce, but really, we're not really happy with a pair of 7s and a 5 kicker in this spot, right? But let's take a look, top pair or better, 8% of the time. Top pair and the best draws, let's turn these on, flush draws open enders. We hit that 25% of the time, right? But truly, we're gonna have to bluff most likely if we're gonna win this hand. Even if we flop these draws, that's still bluffing if we want to bet, check raise, donk bet, whatever the case may be, right? So most likely, if we hit a pair or better, only 8%, we need to bluff roughly 92% of the time to take this bad boy down. It's Thanksgiving 2022, and you know what that means. It's Black Friday time. So for Black Friday this year at thepokerforge.com, an incredible deal. One year of membership for 50% off, so just $300. That's six months at the current price of $50 for an entire year. Or you have your choice here. You can get lifetime for one full year of membership of $600. So $300 for one year or $600 for life. And here's the big deal. On December 1st, the price of the Poker Forge is going up monthly to $59 per month. So get in on this now. It makes it an even better deal before December hits. So you have until midnight, Monday the 28th of November after Thanksgiving. We're going through to Cyber Monday for this deal. Once again, thepokerforge.com, one year for $300 or a lifetime for $600. I'll see you on the inside. Now. Let's see what happens on the flop. Of course, we're hoping with our 7-5 suited, we're hoping that we hit something nice. But what happens? Four, jack, nine, one spade. Backdoor flush, backdoor, weak backdoor flush, weak backdoor straight draw. We're going to have to bluff at this pot, right? So we have some options on the flop. We could just give up right now with our backdoor draws, but we don't want to do that. Like I said, 24 big blinds. We're going to try to win it. So if we're considering options to win the hand, we can check call right here if somebody decides to bet with the idea that we want to bluff or maybe try to draw out to our backdoor straight or backdoor flush draw. Not saying that that's a great reason to try to hit backdoor draws by check calling what's probably going to be a big bet, but that is an option, right, to try to win later. Um, we could also check raise bluff, especially versus the C better, or if this guy decides to donk bet himself into the C better, we could do that. Or we can right now decide to donk bluff. Now, I'm really not a fan of any of these plays. My favorite play right now is check and bet when they check behind. That is my plan. Now, here's the reason for that. We've got quite a few things going for us. We are an unknown player with a three bet any or call any range. You know how you can click before the action comes to you. You can click call any. Well, that's what it looked like. I was, men I was meaning to hit cancel on the other table. All of a sudden, the action popped up. I accidentally hit call to them. If they're paying attention, it looks like I had the call any button clicked. I auto-called uh, that three bet right there. So because it looked like I pre-clicked call any, I potentially have just pocket pairs and maybe just the strongest hands, the strongest non-pair hands. Pocket pairs because I'm an unknown player and maybe I just want to call to hit a set with any of these hands or I have the strongest pairs or the strongest non-pair hands. But literally, this is my range right here. 
with that range, I have a set of jacks. I have a set of nines. I have queens, kings, and aces potentially in my range. I also have ace, king, and ace, queen. There's a lot of stuff in my range. They're never going to suspect 7-5. There's a lot of stuff in my range that crushes this board or still has equity, like the ace, king, or the ace, queen, right? It's also a pretty dry board, except for that flush draw. The jack and the nine, sure, they could hit like a queen 10 open ender, king 10 gut shot, ace jack for a top pair hand. But for the most part, that four doesn't work with the jack nor with the nine. The hearts work together right there. So it's a semi-dry board. I guess I, sh- I, guess I could say semi-dry here. Now here's another thing going for us. That three bet from villain was only eight big blinds. Absolute weakness, especially given the fact that we don't know anything about him. Generally, when players have pocket aces, kings, queens, they make it eight, nine, ten big blinds. I'm sorry, nine or ten big blinds, not necessarily just eight. So I sensed weakness out of this player. And the fact that this player opened and then called a bit, there's weakness again. They both have weakness. I highly doubt either of them have queens or better. They could easily have under pairs, eights, sevens, sixes, ace, five suited, ace, king suited if they don't have hearts. Didn't hit a draw, right? So We got so much stuff going for us. So my plan was to check and bet when they check behind. But I didn't just auto check when my option came up when I noticed I didn't hit two pair or better. What I did was I timed down to make them think I have a hand. If you hold right here after pre-calling that or pre-clicking that call any button pre-flop, you have pocket jacks, pocket nines, pocket fours, queens, kings, and aces. What I did was I timed down specifically. I counted down from the number five. I gave myself five seconds, five, four, three, two, one, counted down. And then I hit click. The reason why is I wanted to make them think I have a hand and I'm considering my options. Do I want to check raise, check call, or maybe donk bet to try to get value out of these players? So I timed down and checked. As you can see, now what happened? Villain one checks, villain two checks behind as well. That is so awesome. If he had pocket aces or kings right here, guaranteed he's betting for value. I mean, that's already a really big pot. He wants my stack. He wants to double up through villain one. Both of them checking automatically means business, right? So what I did on the next street was because I timed down to make them think I hit a strong hand on the flop. I made a value bet on the next tree, and I asked myself, what would I bet right here if I had pocket fours, pocket nines, pocket jacks, pocket queens for an overpair? Well, my answer was I would bet more than half pot, but not too big. I'm trying to sucker them in, trying to get some value out of these players. So I bet 13, slightly over half pot. Now, here's a great aspect. Originally, we talked about that board, kind of a dry, semi-dry board, right? Well, you, you want to use hard-to-hit boards and bet when they check. Like I said, they both checked uh, on the prior street, signifying super weakness. It didn't matter what that card was, although maybe an ace I wouldn't have bet. But other than that, anything else I would have bet, like I did, boom, took that hand down. So not just the next time you misclick, that's what this is, but the next time you absolutely miss the flop, these are some strategies that you can utilize against your opponents to try to win that pot, bluff them off, if you can credibly rep a strong hand. All righty, go to the show notes page to help you take notes on the episode, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 417. You can also get the details for the Black Friday PokerForge deal going on right now. A full year for only six months or lifetime 
for that full year. The choice is yours. Once again, go to thepokerforge.com right now for the Black Friday sale. Good through November 28th at midnight. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.